0: You are listening to Daily Devotions with Pastor Robert Marsbach. We believe that these devotions will encourage and strengthen you. So tune in, connect and be blessed. For any more information, please visit us online at LifeChurchUK.org. Welcome to Life Devotions. Thank you for joining me today. I love God's perfect will. It's the title of this devotion. And I do, and that is quite a powerful reality in my life, in my marriage and in our family and our reason for living where we we live and doing what we do and having a dedication and commitment to it that isn't because we're so much better than anybody else in being so dedicated. No, it is the will of God that works in me. It's kind of like the like, you know, if, if, if you look at somebody and say, wow, you just got up and you just went and eat, ate and you ate that whole plate all by yourself. <laughs> okay, you could admire them for being that committed to get up and go, but if you knew how their stomach was groaning and yearning for that food and you knew that there was something urging them on and it's the Holy Spirit according to Romans eight twenty-six. Uh, 27, 28, that groans in us and yearns within us for the will of the Father to be done in our lives. You read it there. You see, there is this groaning and yearning of God's Spirit in us for His will to be done in us as it is in heaven. Jesus Himself taught us to ask for it. Father, let Your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. So we know that this is a work of grace. Let me show you what is to me so sweet about the perfect will of God. Oh, I love the perfect will of God. i tell you the truth. I love God's perfect will. Ephesians 1 verse 3. Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has blessed us with every spiritual blessing in the heavenly places in Christ, Just as He chose us in Him before the foundation of the world, that we should be holy and without blame before Him in love. I love those statements. That we should be holy and without blame before Him in love. Having predestined us to adoption as sons by Jesus Christ to Himself, according to the good pleasure of His will to the praise of the glory of His grace by which He made us accepted in the Beloved. In Him we have redemption through the blood the forgiveness of sins according to the riches of His grace, having predestined us to adoption, having predestined us to adoption as sons by Jesus Christ to Himself according to the good pleasure of His will. When A- Jesus said, to Abraham saw my day and rejoiced in it. And God opened Abraham's understanding by the anointing and spirit that was on Melchizedek. And then he saw many sons brought to glory. He saw the sons of all, of being given new birth into communion with the Father in heaven like the stars of heaven. Earthly sons become heavenly sons. The sand by the seashore speaks of the earthly birth, enjoying the heavenly birth as the stars of heaven. And Abraham had that vision, and Jesus said, Abraham saw what the Father would accomplish through me, and he rejoiced in what the Father would accomplish through me. And this is the wonder of, of, of the perfect will of God, that it was God's perfect will. It says that according to God's will, Jesus offered Himself for us, whereby He sets us apart unto God and His children. To me, this is one of the sweetest and most wonderful things that God wants you. God wants you. Somebody may ask, why should I go to God? I don't need him. You do, but you may not realize you do. But maybe you're sincere and say, well, I don't need God. I don't need God, but God needs you to satisfy the great love he feels for you, to embrace you as his own child and to share with you his own heavenly, holy nature and to make you one with himself, so that you may share all the glories of all the attributes of his divinity, of his character, of his love, of his glory, of his majesty, of his holiness, of all that he has prepared in the new heaven and the new earth for those like you and me who have responded to his call. Yes, God needs you. And it is his will, it's the good pleasure of his will that you would be his child think about Paul. He didn't need God, not the way that God needed him. He had no thought of it. He didn't even care about that. And then when Jesus met him, he said, when the love and kindness of God appeared unto me, not by any work of righteousness I did, surely not, but by his mercy he saved me by giving me a new birth by his indwelling nature, his indwelling spirit. And it pleased God, Galatians 1, 5, 15, to separate me from my mother's womb and call me by his grace so that he might reveal his son in me so that I might preach him. The Apostle Paul is overwhelmed at the thought that God needed him, wanted him. You see, that is the great reason why to go to God, because He loves you and He wants you to be His child. And He wants you. He wants you. He's calling you. Oh, I am so happy to know that my Father wants me. And and He has made the way for that to happen. I mean, think about it. When Jesus was ready to do the will of the Father and open the way for you and me to be able to come to Him, He was crying out in Matthew 26 in the wilderness, in, in Gethsemane, praying, Father, Father. Not my will, but your will be done. And if the only way for your will to be done for mankind, that they can become your children, is for me to offer myself, let your will be done. Whatever the price may be, let your will be done. Friends, that same spirit that you see in Jesus is what he wants to place inside of you. And Jesus said to in John 5, verse 30, I am able to do nothing of myself independently of my own accord, but only as I'm taught by God and as I get his order, even as I hear I judge. I decide as I'm bitten to decide. As the voice comes to me, so I give the decision and my judgment is righteous, just and right because I do not seek or consult my own will. I have no desire to do what is pleasing to myself, my own aim, my own purpose, but only the will and the pleasure of the Father who sent me. Oh, my goodness, friends. Jesus said, my meat, my satisfaction, John chapter 4, verse 36, I think, is to do the will of my Father. What satisfies me? when I know his perfect will, when I know his will. And in what reference, come on, stay with me, in what reference did Jesus say this? He had just sat down by the well there in Samaria, by the city of uh, Sichem, it was called in the early days. But in the days of Jesus, it had a different name. I know the name, but it won't come to my mind. It may come to me in a minute. But Jesus was Sachar. He was sitting by this town called Sachar that used to be called Sichem in the days of Jacob. And a great tragedy had happened there in the days of Jacob in that it was the place where Abraham started in the land of promise. And now was the place Jacob came back to when he returned there after 21 years. And, and he returned that to that place and he had dug a well that took some six years to, be, to build, uh, digging through a hundred feet of solid granite. And he dug this well there to create a memory for Jesus to be able to sit at this well. And then his daughter, Dana, got brutally taken by the head of that city and physically misused. And that had so offended her brother Simeon and and Levi, that they went in and killed everybody in that city. All the men in that city, they murdered them all and took all the possessions and everything with them. And in other words, a great tragedy took place in that city, Sichem. And every kind of evil was unleashed on that area from that day until the day of Jesus, when there was a woman who came out of that city who had suffered the horrific pain of five divorces I cannot imagine one divorce is already be painful but she had gone through that pain five times and Jesus spoke to her and gave her the love of the father and she was cleansed and healed and through her all the men came out of the city and they all got saved they all got saved as they met Jesus Through one woman, all the men died. Now through one woman, all the men lived in that city. It shows you how God can turn things around. And Jesus had seen the will of the Father for that woman to not just receive his love, but to share his love. The woman who had so suffered, so suffered with the betrayal of love. Come on, have you suffered with the betrayal of love? If you've been left behind, it's worthless. You've been left by a husband, by a wife, by children, by mom or dad, by brother or sister, and you've suffered the pain of loss, and you, oh, it's been so hard to shake that pain. Jesus knows. Oh, how he embraced that dear woman with the love of God and brought her into the true fellowship of God in spirit and truth and how her life was made new as she felt loved by God. And she came into the bosom of God's love. And now she was in His perfect will. And Jesus was so happy because that's the reason He came. And He says, my satisfaction is to do the will of my Father and see what I just saw. Not just this woman come into communion with Him, but for her to bring everybody else into communion. I tell you, living in the perfect will of God, it is absolutely amazing. God's love. I love God's perfect will. This is the title of this devotion. I just so love to see that perfect will in precious lives. And I want to encourage you today, embrace it every day and share it with somebody else. Amen. Have a good day.